Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here is your host. Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you listen on a podcast app, make sure to subscribe to my show, whether you're on iTunes or Spotify. Definitely press five star if you love my show. That kind of shit really helps. A couple people wrote reviews recently. They didn't just press five star. They wrote really nice reviews. Thank you. I read them all. I know exactly who you are. Half of you, I can't pronounce what your fake name is or your fake screen name is. But I really appreciate it. Like I said, I read them and I love them. On Spotify now, what's really fun is they have polls. I run polls over there. And there is a place to comment on the episodes. I get so excited when I get some comments on Spotify. So if you have a comment about an episode, I post some questions over there to get the conversation going. Definitely give your two cents. I love hearing what people think about the episodes and the topic that we're discussing. That's what I love about YouTube. That's where I get all my comments, but now I get them on Spotify too, which is super fun. There are a lot of comments that come in that have bad words in them. There's certain things you cannot say or else Spotify is going to flag it. I will see flagged comments, but I never air them because if they're flagged, what they're saying is that if I post that, it could get me in trouble. So make sure if you comment on Spotify that you keep your comments as clean as possible. So you want to say sex, say S and then two stars. If you want to say come, say C-O-M-E. Like just keep it super clean. Make sure to comment over there if you can. I love seeing comments. Now, if you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because people remain anonymous on the show. I change everybody's voices. If you don't want to be anonymous, you don't have to, but most people do. I change voices. I change names. If you want to be on the show, just send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on the show. Go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com as well to link up to my YouTube. If you go to my YouTube, you could see some videos of me over there. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube and that's another great place to comment. I love the comments on YouTube. I'm always interacting over there. I think I have maybe 42,000 subscribers there, but I always want more. Go check out my YouTube channel. You could get everything, links to everything on my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Now listen, if you have just a naughty confession, you want to be aired on one of my Naughty Confessions episodes, you could call my Confessions Hotline. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on my Confessions Hotline. You have four minutes to leave a message. If you need longer, just call back. But make sure when you leave it, you're in a very quiet place 
and you speak clearly and you have on a good headset, okay? I get some confessions where I can't hear a thing someone's saying, like they're driving down a highway with their windows open, okay? <laughs> Being in a quiet place. What's fun about my anonymous confessions episode is now I do give my two cents to it. I'm typically not answering people via email or DMs when people will have questions or want to tell me something because I just don't have the time to do that. And I'm a talker, not a writer. So if you want to tell me something about yourself and you want my opinion, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. Now, most of these confessions, they're not aired on an episode. They're posted on my Patreon. My Patreon is super fun. It's like a very big community at this point. I have over 2,100 people on my Patreon signed up. Uh, my Patreon for just $5 a month, you get all of my episodes early and ad-free. You get Q&As. I do them probably like every other month where I answer any kind of questions that my Patreon members have. You also get anonymous pics of every female guest that has ever been on my show. They're all over there. Hot pics, like sexy pics, rated R pics are all there. And then you also get access to my private Discord channel, which is not R-rated. It's X-rated, okay? <laughs> and there's a big community over there of like-minded people all chatting with each other. I don't get involved in my discord channel but it's a great place for you to go and talk to some of my guests go on there they post their x-rated pictures on there other people and listeners who are in the discord get to post whatever they want post videos post pictures it's uh nfsw is that what it's called <laughs> it's age restricted but it's very easy to get into i think just iphone users have to do something on the computer to make them able to see the private discord but I give you all those instructions when you sign in. So it's pretty easy. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, like I said, it's only $5 a month. You could cancel at any time. Go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Now listen, all the information I just gave you, all of the links and everything will be in the description. So if you're driving, don't worry. Just go to the description later. So today is anonymous confessions and it's all female confessions, naughty female confessions. We start off with Angel. Now, Angel has been on my show. Uh, I'll put her episode number in the description because Angel does not disappoint. Her story was pretty crazy. She had a husband and some lovers and her pictures didn't disappoint either. Angel looks like an angel. She's like a 10. She's actually beautiful. <laughs> she sent me in pictures. You'll be able to see pictures of her after you hear this confession. You could also listen to her episode, like I said, but her confession is super naughty. She just called in to talk about what she did in a car one day while driving around. I think she had a butt plug in her and then she had a vibrator and then she parked in a parking lot and there was other people around and at some point there was like a cop and and she was like playing with herself, FaceTiming her guy and all kinds of naughty things were going on in that car. She talks about that. I talk about other things that go on in cars. I'm always interested in car sex. I just think what's going on in cars and parking lots is really hilarious. I talk about that. The next confession is a girl who uh, wants to talk about the fact that her and her boyfriend are trying to set up a threesome. They had one already that didn't really go that well. It was with a lesbian. I actually had one of those. So I talk about my experience with a threesome with a straight up lesbian. And she talks about hers. And then she talks about one that they have coming up. Then we hear a confession from Casey. Now, Casey has also been on my show. She's been on my show a bunch of times. She is what I call one of my hardcore girls. She has called in and talked about her bukkake events she has at adult bookstores, all the gangbangs she does. She loves nothing more than banging tons of guys. She's very open. She's been in the lifestyle for a very long time. If you want to hear her first episode, 
I will put the number of that one in the description. But this was the first time Casey called into my show just to give me a little backstory about who she is. And she did confess in that besides the fact that she started in the lifestyle while she was having an affair with her boss. She talks about that. But then she also cops the fact that she was like driving around in a van with one of her friends and like having sex with random guys that they would pick up while they were driving around. And sometimes she was blindfolded and sometimes she was not. Oh, my God. Casey never disappoints. This was the first time she called into my confessions hotline. It's a super interesting, naughty confession. I do talk about blindfolded sex. I've talked to a lot of people who have talked about why taking away one of your senses during sex is so great. I discussed that. The next confession is a real naughty chick who is really into black eyes with really big dicks. Okay, sorry. She just gets right to it. And she just, she's very explicit. It's not a long confession, but she gets right to the point, talks about exactly what happened and why she loves it and why she can't live without it. Like I said, she's very naughty. I do talk about my experience with big dicks. I had a boyfriend that I named Big Dick Nick and I talk about him and I talk about big dicks and small dicks and dick size in general. And then the next confession is a woman who wound up cheating on her guy and he found out and now they are looking to get into the lifestyle. Okay. Now, as far as I'm concerned, that's a recipe for disaster. And I talk all about that. <laughs> but she talks about it, the fact that she cheated and that she wants to try the lifestyle and how her guy feels about it and all that kind of good stuff. And then like I said, I discuss uh, why that might be a, a problem. <laughs> why that might be a recipe for disaster. You'll have to listen. And then there's a confession of another woman who wants to set up a threesome and is looking for advice. And that's what the confession line is really great for. Like a lot of people try to email me like, hey, Kathy, I have a question. Could you answer it? And I'm like, no, I don't want to answer it via email. I hate typing. I hate writing. I can't stand any of that shit. But I could now I could answer your questions on the confessions hotline like here. So I answer the confession of how to set up a threesome. And I go into full detail about that. Her husband wants a threesome. She's down for it. That's what she talks about. And then I give her my advice. So all of these confessions are super interesting. They're all super naughty. They're all from females and you're going to really enjoy it. You'll get the confessions and you'll get my two cents and then a confession, then my two cents. And there you go. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with the first confession. This is the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Hi, Kathy. This is Angel. Hey, I was recently listening to one of your discussions about the woman who jerks off while driving, which brought something to my mind. I have had a recent incident like that. Now, I will say that I would not be good for me to be trying to get myself off while driving because, one, I suck at driving, so that would not be good for me or anybody else. But I have done some, like, simultaneously video chatting, watching each other get off, and so I was asked, if I would be willing to do this in a public place in my car, and it seemed like fun, so I said, okay. Well, the morning I had this hair appointment, and he asked me to wear a skirt or a mini skirt and put my new butt plug in for the appointment. I did, and when I got to my appointment, I asked my hairdresser to take a picture of me, and I was wearing a corduroy mini skirt with tall suede boots that were well over my knees, so I do my appointment. After my appointment, I contact him. It's about 1 o'clock in the afternoon, really pretty busy area. He's not quite ready, and I've got to drive around to try to find a location where I feel comfortable enough about doing this. I was pretty nervous at the time, honestly, but uh, I drive around, and I find this like big strip center and a big parking lot, so I park far enough away, 
And he's not quite ready, so while I'm waiting, I click a picture of my pussy with a butt plug, and I send it to him. Right after I do this, a police officer literally drives right past me, which gets me pretty unnerved. So I decide after the police officer leaves that I I need to maybe find a little bit more isolated spot, but I don't want to be totally isolated that I look suspicious. So I kind of drive around the corner, and I see a woman in a car. It's like the side of the building. She's sitting in her car, and I I park about 50 yards away from her. And I park my car, and while I'm waiting, I had also brought a pink glass dildo to play with. So I thought it would be fun to start playing with it and videotaping myself. And then I send that to him and he's ready and he calls me back and we set up the phones where we can watch each other. And uh, pretty quickly he's talking all sexy to me. I can see him rubbing himself off. I'm certainly rubbing myself off and we're getting into it. And right before I'm about ready to come, I drop the phone. What I don't know at the time is that he is about ready to come, but I pick up the phone, we get started again, and he comes about 30 seconds later, and pretty quickly after that, I come, and it was pretty hot, I'm not going to lie, maybe because it was public, maybe because it was daytime, maybe because there was a girl 50 feet away, we're still kind of talking about it, but I wanted to share my story, I hope you're doing well, and take care. Valentine's Day is fast approaching. So whether you're partnered up or single or married for a long time, why not learn something new you can use in the bedroom and surprise your partner with the best oral sex they've ever had. And you want to know where you're going to find out how to give the best oral sex on Beducated. Beducated is like the Netflix of sex education. They have over a hundred courses to choose from. They literally have something for everyone. They have courses on anal sex and pegging and erotic massage and oral sex courses for both men and women. And let me tell you the best thing about Beducated. You learn from videos that feature real live people giving head so you could see exactly how it's done. So want to give your partner great head this Valentine's Day? Then go get Beducated. Sign up for Beducated right now by clicking on the link in the description and using my code anonymous to get 50% off your yearly pass. Plus, you're going to get to try all the Beducated courses for free for one full day. That's 24 hours of free access. Just go to the description, click on the link and use my code anonymous to get 50% off your yearly pass plus 24 hours of free access. They also have a 14-day money-back guarantee, so you literally have nothing to lose. Just go to the description, click on the link, and use my code ANONYMOUS. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too, Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347 420 3579. That's 347 420 3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description.
Hopefully I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, now Angel is a past guest of mine. This was just a little solo action play she wanted to confess to. So she called in and left this. If you want to hear Angel's episodes, I'll put the numbers in the description. They don't disappoint. She's super naughty. And her pictures don't disappoint. She's beautiful. She's like a 10. She looks like an angel. (laughs) Uh, I got pictures of her on my Patreon. But anyway, this is super naughty. I think for sure one of the biggest reasons why it was so supercharged and hot is because she's out in public, right? I feel like don't we all have a little bit of an exhibitionist in us? (laughs) Or maybe that's just me. I don't know. Because I feel like I definitely do. I've been to a nude beach and I remember thinking, oh, whatever, what's the big deal? But then when I was like there walking around naked, I was like, There is something odd about being naked in front of other people. So I don't know. I think sometimes maybe you don't even know you have an exhibitionist inside of you until you do something that is exhibitionist in nature, like drive around while jerking off (laughs) or be videotaping yourself, fucking yourself with a dildo in a parking lot while some other woman is there that you finally realize like, oh, this is this. I do like this. I like the fact that I'm like out in public. It's super naughty. I always think it's funny what people do in parking lots. <laughs> a lot of people are actually talking to me now and taping their episodes while they're in parking lots. The second thing that people are doing in parking lots is they're cheating. All There's a lot of adult cheating sex that takes place in parking lots. I would assume there's a lot of young people banging in parking lots because I know when I was young, all of my sacks with my boyfriends were in parking lots in the car. Remember that good, fun car sex when you were younger? <laughs> I haven't had car sex as an adult, but I think it would be super fun to do because like, you could get in like really crazy positions. My boyfriend would go down down on me and my leg, like my head would be down where the feet are, my legs up on the ceiling of the car, like crazy shit, right? <laughs> because you had no place else to go because you're young and you can't go to your house, you can't go to your guy's house. I don't know, like this is the kind of stuff I would do. I'm assuming other young people do this. <laughs> Maybe not when I was younger. I feel like when I was younger, I was more promiscuous than most girls were, but nowadays all the girls are kind of like me. So I feel like there's probably a lot of girls that are fooling around with their boyfriends in cars, but they're not old enough to be listening to my show. This is when you're young. <laughs> but the adults that are fucking in cars are cheating. They're totally cheating. They're the ones in like their business suits, or their their conservative gear. They're coming from the work, from the office, and they're stopping off at the parking garage or the parking lot to fuck their partner, whoever it is, <laughs> behind their partner's backs. And the other thing is this, people, like little exhibitionists, getting off on themselves. Who would have known if you looked over at Angel's car <laughs> that she was literally like video chatting with one of her guy, side guys, d- dildoing herself right there out in public super hot confession i think i get why it was hot to her i've never done anything like that i think i'd be too afraid to get caught but i think when you're horny and you're in the moment shit happens she was like had that dildo in her ass the whole day so i just think that she was just like in that horny mode and when you're in that horny mode you're a little drunk it's kind of like you don't think so properly she wasn't probably thinking what if i get caught there was that cop and she had to move but she didn't stop that cop didn't stop her and i think it's because she had that thing in her ass the whole time i don't know like i said angel doesn't disappoint she does other naughty things she's called in and gave me a whole episode about the stuff that she does i'll put the number in the description but anyway on to the next confession Hi, Kathy. Just wanted to say, love your show. 
I love the idea of this little hotline because I don't think I have something super long like your shows. But something super exciting came up recently. So a little backstory, I'll try and make it quick. But basically, me and my boyfriend have been together for six years since we were about 17. And when we were like 18, 19, we had a threesome with one of my coworkers another female, and honestly, she kind of portrayed that she was bi, that she was more so lesbian, so that wasn't the best experience for him, but recently, so he's been working at the same place for about three years, and there was a pretty big break with COVID, and one of his coworkers had started up after the pandemic, and they met, and they hung out, and they really liked each other, get along well, and recently, they got a little bit closer, and we had talked like, oh, could she be a potential? And I was like, yeah, she's really attractive. She sounds really cool, what you say. And she had gone out of town, and they were talking, and he said, oh, do you want me to pick you up from the airport? And she said, yeah, that'd be awesome. Maybe we can get brunch, too. And I was doing something at the time. but So he picked her up, and they went out to just grab something quick. And then he dropped her at her house, and she was showing him around because it's a new house she bought. And she actually lives with her mom, who was just chilling in the backyard and had headphones on and stuff, but she was showing him around, and they were, like, flirting a little bit, and then he was like, oh, show me the bedroom, and so they were messing around and stuff, and what's it called? She had asked, oh, are you going to tell her? And he was like, yeah, I tell her everything. She even knew and was, like, joking around with me before, like, oh, have fun on your date. Hope it goes well for us, but... So, yeah, he asked her pretty point blank after that, hey, would you be into us? Because I feel like we have stuff together, but I love my girlfriend, and I'm only really interested in doing stuff with her. And she was like, yeah, I'd be totally down. I just need to meet her, which super cool because I was just listening. I just started your Toronto Unicorn episode, and I don't think I'm, like, fully demisexual, but definitely the vibe where it's just I need a connection before just jumping into bed. But, yeah, so that's probably, like, a couple months away from happening just because of different, like, living situations and stuff going on for all of us. But, yeah, so I really hope it works out and that it's a good experience because she's bi, like, fully has been with both, likes being with both. So, yeah, but thanks again. I love your show so much. My boyfriend, he actually had listened to a couple and he shared it with me. And I, most days on the way to work, half an hour in, half an hour out. So it's perfect for your show. But thanks so much again for this confession hotline. I definitely live in a more conservative family and friend group. So it's nice to get out. Thank you so much. Wow. She might live in a very conservative place, but she's not conservative and she's not jealous at all. She has a real secure relationship with her guy for sure. She said that they were down, they've been together for a really long time, right? It's obvious because she just could care less that he wound up hooking up with that coworker. I guess she knew kind of going in that might happen, but the fact that they're so open and down for this kind of a thing is good because it's they'll be successful having threesomes. A lot of people aren't because they do things all wrong. She sounds super young though. That first experience she had with that woman who was more of a lesbian and not so great for a guy. I had one of those, my first threesome with a girl that was set up behind my back. <laughs> 
not by me. It just happened. It seemed like it happened organically in a drunken haze, but really one of the guy that I was with set it up and the girl was like a straight up lesbian and she was very anti him and kept pushing him away. <laughs> but what was nice about that and what was weird about that and it was like the first time I had this experience. It was me and I had two people whose attention was only on me because he couldn't touch her and she had no interest in him. So it was like I was the center of attention. It was like a bit much and nice and interesting because I had never experienced that. But it sounds like she really wanted her guy to have a good time too. And the guy that I was with, he kept pushing for some, right? Most of the time, the guy doesn't want to be left out of that scenario. So it makes sense that that one wasn't so great. But it sounds like the new coworker <laughs> that he met is going to go down. I don't know why she thinks she doesn't have a story to call in and tell me. I think she can. And by this time, I don't know when she called. I think it was a couple of years ago. She might have done the threesome and more sums by now. I don't know. It sounds like that's where they're heading. It sounds like the new girl is perfect. Her guy likes uh, her. I get that when she says she's demisexual. She said maybe not fully, but she's probably demisexual. She does need some sort of vibe with someone before she hops in bed. And I think that most women roll that way. I have some hardcore girls on my show. Okay, Casey, Erica. Jasmine, Candy, these girls will fuck anyone. They're down for a lot of variety with guys. It could be a gangbang on the fly, never met the guy. They're down for it and they dig it. But most women I know, including me, are a little bit demisexual, right? If you have to put a label, like you do want to have some sort of connection with the guy. It's not like you just meet a guy and you're just like horny for him. Though I have met guys and for some reason, like across the room, I'm like, oh my God, I'm fucking hot for him. And most likely it's because he was like a narcissist. We all have those people that we smell from across the room. And if you're like really horny for them, run for the hills. <laughs> The reason why you're horny is because they're exactly like your bad father or your bad mother. <laughs> That's what they say, and it's fucking true. The best sex I had when I was younger was with like, guys that I couldn't fucking stand and who couldn't stand me. And then I remember like before I got sober and like really cleaned up my act, <clears throat> the worst sex I had was with a guy that I really liked. <laughs> like the nicest boyfriend I ever had, I called him Bunny. And it was just so nice and romantic. It wasn't good. I was just used to just dirty sex with guys that were so fucking rude that I couldn't stand that we had a bad relationship with and there was so much tension. But that kind of thing was what I was into. I have rewired myself since I quit drinking and I'm a totally different person. And now I would only get turned on by somebody that I have a connection with. And I am more now demisexual for sure. Like women don't just look at a guy and be like, oh, I want to like fuck you because I could see a bulge in your dick. They kind of have to have some rapport. It's not like you have to have all the looks because what really attracts girls is like the whole package. It's a vibe. It's it's a, a guy that's not so great looking. If he's fucking funny and he's got game and he's egotistical or cocky or feels great about himself, <laughs> he could factually be a five. But if he's got all those other things, I'm sorry, he gets chicks. That's just the way it goes. That's why you see guys and you're like, he's not good looking. How do you get that hot girl? He's probably funny or he's in a position of power or he's cocky. He has game. He's got swagger. There's something about personality that really adds to things for a girl. I don't know so much that guys feel that way. I think like they definitely do find women who are comfortable in their own skin and who are confident to be more sexy and hot, but just a factually pretty girl, even if she's not confident, is going to get dudes because she's just pretty and beautiful and physically attractive and guys are more wired 
to just be able to hit it and quit it. But not girls. We're more like this girl, demisexual. Anyway, next confession. Hi, my name is Casey Donatello, and I am here to share some of my stories about being in the lifestyle and writing some fun memoirs about it. I got into the lifestyle when I was in my early 20s. I was dating a married guy who was also my boss, and we stumbled upon an ad for a swing club on Craigslist back in the day. We went there one night, and then the rest is history. My first book talks a lot about discovery and empowerment through sexuality. I was exploring all these new sexual activities I didn't know existed, and then when I turned 30, I just had enough of being someone's mistress, so I decided to be brave enough to go out and get out of an unhealthy relationship and bold enough to start exploring on my own, so I became what is known as a unicorn or single female in the lifestyle. It was very scary and vulnerable to write the first book. I was struggling with a lot of shame and complexities about struggling both worlds and having this secret life as a swinger and not telling any of my friends or family. But I explored threesomes with couples, meeting single guys, and just doing a lot of crazy shit with some people. One of my favorite things to do is to be in the back of a van and I'd drive around with one of my friends and we would just find random guys to have sex with in the back of the van. Sometimes I saw them and sometimes I was blindfolded. So... That is pretty much what the first book is about. And then that leads us to the second book, which was really fun to write. It was all about being confident because now I knew what I liked and I focused on getting what I wanted. I made the rules as the girl. I put myself first and I was definitely the alpha female. I refused to let guys take advantage of me more and I became really intense on this quest for personal satisfaction. I became obsessed with gangbangs. Once I had a threesome with two guys and felt DV, that was the end of anything else for me. Good old Casey. Casey has been on my show many times. I never heard that story of her driving around with her friend in the back of a van and picking up random guys and being blindfolded and fuck some that she could see and fuck some that she didn't see. Oh, my God. Casey has a real interesting story, right? Even just in this little confession. This is a woman who went from mistress to swinger to unicorn to anonymous sex to gangbang queen to being now, which you don't, to what she is now, which isn't in this confession, but I know because she's been on my show, which is an out and proud in the lifestyle girl who's married to a guy in the lifestyle, a great guy. I know her husband. He's been on my show too. He's one of those very successful solo swinger guys. He was in the lifestyle as a solo guy. She was in the lifestyle as a solo girl and they both met each other. He happens to be a really good dude and she's super lucky that she found him because I think a lot of guys couldn't handle a Casey because Casey is like the gangbang queen. She loves nothing more than to go out and just fuck a ton of guys like she cannot get enough I have stories about her going to adult theaters and having just uh, uh, bukkake she's into that when I say that there are some girls who are hardcore (laughs) into just fucking guys it's Casey Casey is like the poster girl for that I I love the fact that she's now open and proud she does have a very interesting trajectory through the lifestyle and she's just only gotten like bolder and more out there and I think more specific I think she knows exactly what she likes and she's got a boyfriend now who loves it he loves nothing more than to see his girl with a ton of guys he arranges the gangbangs for her she he watches it he's into it 
But like I said, I never heard that story of her driving around with her friend. I need to ask her, like, did, were you also banging your friend? Like, how does it come up in conversation? Like, hey, buddy, like, you got a van. Do you mind driving me around? And we pick up random guys. And like, where'd she pick up these guys? Like, on the corner? Would she go to a bar? And then be like, oh, we got a van outside. I just need to hear that story. And like, how many times would she do that? Was that like every weekend, every Friday night, they went in the van and she fucked a lot of guys. And like, how many guys would it be in a night? When it comes to Casey, I would not be surprised if it, the answers to those questions were every weekend I did it on Fridays and we, I did at least 10 guys a night. Because <laughs> that's the way she rolls. She is hardcore. She's dedicated no matter what she does. She also just started her own podcast. She does great at that. She does great at her gangbangs. She's now doing OnlyFans. She's great at that. She works hard for whatever she does. And so even when it comes to sex, she commits. <laughs> That's what I like about Casey. Casey's is fucking cool. She's given me a lot of great episodes. You won't believe all of her other stories. I couldn't believe this one when I came across this confession. I'm like, I got to put it out there because that whole driving around in the van <laughs> and picking up strange guys and being blindfolded. A lot of people talk about this blindfolded sex thing. I have to try it with a guy that I'm sleeping with because what they have explained, and I've never done it, is that like when you take away one sense, your other senses get heightened, right? So if you can't see, then you feel more. And so it just makes it more intense. I've had women on and men who have said that not only were they blindfolded, they would actually make sure that they couldn't hear anything. Like the more senses you take away, the more you feel every other sense. So I think A, it's probably hot to her because it's dirty, right? Like you're just fucking a guy, you can't see him. But I think it also blindfolding from what I've heard is you take away that sense and then it makes every sensation even more. So the sex is even more supercharged. Super interesting. Casey, like I said, doesn't disappoint. I'll put all the number to her first episode so you could listen from there because she's uh, pretty hardcore and she's got a million stories. So anyway, on to the next confession. Hey, my name's Lisa and I want to confess this past weekend I had amazing sex with my new, new boyfriend. I had huge, big black cock inside me. He fucked me hard. He came deep inside me. I could feel his cock deep inside my belly. And I'm hoping I get pregnant with his baby. He's been fucking me for the past couple months. And I can't wait for the next time we also do anal sex. He comes in my deep inside my butt too. I am white, petite woman totally obsessed with huge black cocks. I don't date white guys anymore. I can take big, huge cocks in my pussy and in my asshole. And I like when they fuck me bareback and leave their semen deep inside me. Holy moly. <clears throat> Is she dirty? Why does she want to get pregnant by that guy? Is that some weird kink fetish? Is that like just a part of her horniness at the time that she called? I don't understand that part of things. I do understand all the rest of it. <laughs> oh my God. She loves the big black cocks in her ass and her pussy. She loves all the cum. She loves going bareback. She's a naughty, dirty bird, right? She did at some point say she's white. She doesn't sound white to me. I don't know what she is, but... It's interesting when I get a confession like that because it's so hardcore. It's so explicit. Uh, it's not a request to come on the show. So I wonder when someone's calling in to say something like that, are they doing it because it turns them on to put that out into the universe? 
Probably, right? Maybe that's a part of it. Just saying that to somebody is like a turn on. Was she turned on when she was saying it? She did also say that she can't do white guys anymore. I'm just wondering if she found a white guy that was like huge and had a really big dick when she fuck him too. Probably. It just sounds like she's into big cocks in general. (laughs) It is sad because once you do have someone that's really big, it is hard to go and get turned on by someone who's not that big. Now, listen, if you go a long time, you eventually get used to being with guys who are more average inside. But I know this to be true because I was ruined by one of my first boyfriends. I used to call him Big Dick Nick. He had like a Tommy Lee dick. Like it was one of those. And it was like one of my first boyfriends. And it turns out he was my longest boyfriend. Why do you think? And why do you think the other guy that I talked about on this Confessions episode, the guy that was so nice, the nicest boyfriend, we had the worst sex. (laughs) And I had the best sex with the guy with the biggest dick when I was younger. It was like huge. And you get used to it. And I think he fucked me in the ass because they always liked anal sex and he fucked me in my pussy, just like this lady, right? Or you get used to it. And it feels really good. And it's it was really hard when me and that guy broke up for me to go and be with other guys. It was hard to find another big dick. I was about to say I haven't found one as big since. I have found big ones for sure. And definitely good size and stuff, but not exactly like his. His was like really big and really long. I found like really thick and shorter and different sizes that have really worked. And it turns out that those were guys that wind up to be my long-term booty calls. It just like works for me, like a bigger, thicker dick winds up to stick with me. And this one and this lady, too. I would love to get more of her story. But but the good news is I do say that I have like booty calls and they're typically the ones that have the bigger dicks. But in between them, I date guys that don't have big dicks and I could get just as turned on by them. One of my boyfriends that I would fuck without a heart on and would get come with. He was not big, but I was into him. Chemistry is chemistry and you can get used to smaller dicks once you've been without a really big one for a while. So you go back to being okay with it. (laughs) But you do get digmatized like she is. She's definitely digmatized, this lady. Anyway, on to the next confession. Hi, my name is Penny. Just wanted to give my confession. Last year, I cheated on my husband with my ex-boyfriend. My husband and I have been married 13 years, and I just felt like we weren't in a good place, and I ended up cheating on him twice, but that's over with now. My husband and I are doing a little better, but at the same time, we can't seem to see eye to eye in our love life, and so we've actually just decided to start the lifestyle. He is very, very conservative. However, because he knows that we are having some issues, he decided to give it a try and see see what it's like. We have our first party July 9th. I've had an encounter with one girl over the weekend, but it wasn't anything too too bad. I kind of just touched her here and there. I mean, my husband wasn't in the room or he's aware of it. And so I like to give my entire Okay, listen, if you listen to my show, you know that getting into the lifestyle and open your relationship is never going to be a fix for your relationship. 
if you listen to my show enough and you hear the successful couples, what you get from them is that most of these couples that are successful went into the lifestyle with a a rock solid relationship to begin with. The couples who wind up not making it went in to the lifestyle in relationships that were unstable, like this woman. Listen, you were cheating on your husband because things weren't right. Your husband's conservative. I don't know that you could change that type of person, but I would have a lot more questions to really find out and dig, like what are the real problems in the relationship, like just their love life? Are there communication problems? Typically, I think when people aren't intimately attracted with each other, it's not because they're not doing the right things in the bedroom. It's because they're not doing the right things outside of the bedroom. And girls are not going to be horny for guys that they don't really like. They might love a guy, but if they don't like him anymore, they're not going to get wet for them, you know? And women that are married to men for a long time sometimes lose those attraction because they're, they, they lose that intimate connection in other areas. They're, they're not talking to each other. They're not really friends anymore. They're always arguing. That kind of shit really gets in the way. And then you think it's a sex issue, but really it's, it, it's a, a big problem that's been taking place for a long time in your relationship. You're not connected on any level. So that sex and that spark isn't there. It's there in the beginning because in the beginning, you're asking each other so many questions. You're talking so much. Think about the beginning of a relationship, how different it is than when you really get into a relationship and you've been married and have kids and have careers and stuff. In the beginning, all you want to do is ask your partner questions and you want to talk to them and you want to go to the movies with them and you want to hold their hand and you want to cuddle with them and you're complimenting them and you got your best face on, that mask. You're like your best self. And then fast forward 20 years later, the last thing you want to do is hold their hand and cuddle. You're watching different shows in different rooms. You're busy with the kids. Every fucking thing about that other person irritates you and before you know it you're not really that horny so many days go by you're not having sex and then you just get used to not having sex all the time and then it just goes longer and longer and then before you know it you're not having sex at all now is that a not having sex problem no started way before you stopped having sex. It's all those other things. You stopped talking to each other. You stopped complimenting each other. You stopped holding each other's hands. You stopped giving each other attention. You stopped being on the same side. You stopped being friends. So do I think that this woman's relationship, love life, that she said has the problem, is going to be fixed with getting her conservative husband to go and like fuck other people? I don't think so. I I would love, I I hope she's listening to this and hears this and calling me back with an update because I never got her whole story. I would love to know if this actually fixed their relationship. Listen, I know that there is always a 1% chance that the craziest thing happens and it does, right? I believe in miracles. (laughs) They could in in a crazy twist of fate. This could be the thing that they need and their whole relationship is better than ever. And her conservative husband is a fucking swinger having gangbangs and everyone's happy. There's a 1% chance that could happen. And sometimes I live in that 1%, but 99% chance that's not going to happen. Her conservative husband's not going to be down with it. They're still going to have problems because they're going to realize that sex is not their problem. I don't even need to talk to them to know that sex isn't their problem. It's very rare that you hear of a couple who totally love each other or totally doing great with each other or in a great place in their marriage or having the best times and the sex is just horrible. 
I don't know. Do you hear those stories? Is that anybody? <laughs> Sometimes I get guys who call in on the DL on my show and they tell me like, I really love my wife, but the sex is like really vanilla and it's been vanilla for a really long time. So I get that. But is that what's going on here? I don't think so. I don't know. So I wonder what happens to this couple. But I would say PSA to everyone out there. If you want to open up your relationship and you want it to be successful and you want to keep that relationship, <laughs> make sure you open up when you have a real solid foundation. And if things are bad, this isn't the fix. It's not the time to open up a relationship. Work on your relationship first, then go open it up when you're back together and on the same page and doing good in every other way. On to the next confession. Hi, Kathy. My name is Mean. And this is kind of a confession, but also a cry for help or advice. I'm very new to this type of environment or scene and I'm very curious. I know that my husband would love for a threesome. I just don't know how to go about it with another female. I've never been with a female. I don't know where I can turn to. I don't really want to talk to my girlfriends about it because I don't want them to know my what I'm going to do with my husband. So that's it. I don't know if we can get callbacks or if you can maybe in one of your podcasts direct me. And I've tried to look up websites, but they all seem to want payment. And I don't feel that it would be right to pay for something like this. Anyhow, if I can, if you can call back, I'd greatly appreciate it. And again, my name is Mean. Thank you. Okay, I love this confession. I don't really give advice over the phone or via email or anything, but I'll give it now on the Confessions Hotline new episodes that I'm doing. But I'll do it now. This is the perfect forum to do it in. I would first have some questions for her. Are you doing the threesome with your guy only because he wants to? Or have you always fantasized about being with a woman? She sounds genuinely interested and she sounds positive. So I'm going to assume in this situation that not only does her husband want to have a threesome, but she's down for it too. Now, listen, the fact that maybe he wants it more than her and she's going to do it like for his birthday or for Valentine's Day or something and she's kind of into it and thinks she's going to like it, but she's not sure, that's okay too. It's not like you have to be totally equally on board. As long as she's into it and he's into it and she wants to set up a threesome, don't ever go on any website and pay for anything, okay? Because in order to set up a threesome, you want to go on apps because like you said, you don't go to your girlfriend's, Okay. Because even if 50% of your girlfriends are like, oh, okay, that's cool. You're going to have a threesome with your guy. Uh, the rest of your girlfriends are going to be like, what the fuck? Your husband wants you to fuck another girl, wants to fuck another girl. He must not love you. Like you're going to get all kinds of shit coming your way from your girlfriends. And it's not going to be good. And they're never going to forget about it. And they're always going to throw it in your face. So <laughs> keep that shit to yourself. You're right. Don't ask your girlfriends. Go on apps. That's what you and your guy need to do. You need to go on apps, really get specific and talk to each other and figure out what you guys are looking for. I would definitely start dirty talking about it and start role playing, maybe watch porn together with threesomes. I don't know if you've done all that kind of stuff, but like really get into it so you could really get an idea of what you're looking for, what you want, and then you need to go on apps. There are so many apps nowadays that are that you could check off boxes to be like, we're looking, we're a couple looking for a third. And I would suggest not just going on one. I would suggest creating a profile on multiple ones 
And don't put your faces in right away. I wouldn't do that. I, I protect your marriage a little bit more. I would just put body shots and say that you're a couple looking for a third and you would like to have a threesome. Like I said, I don't know if you're looking for something long term or is it a one time thing that you're going to throw your guy a bone for his birthday? Because I feel like some women definitely do think of things like that. <laughs> so you need to go on the apps. And the reason why I say go on more than one is because it's not easy to find what you are looking for, which is called a unicorn. <laughs> It's called a unicorn because it's hard to find. To find a third girl, a hot girl, to come into a relationship with a couple who's already established and just hook up with them and leave without any drama, without wanting anything else other than sex. It's not so easy. Like I said, that's why they call them unicorns. But it's doable. There's plenty of unicorns out there. I've had them on my show. There's plenty of women that get turned on by that kind of scenario. But you really want to make sure before you go into it, that before you get to the point where you bring her in, you decide what is cool in that situation and what isn't. And my favorite saying always, I say this all the time, is like, know thyself. I think, you know, and I think a lot of people sometimes lie to themselves about who they are, what they want or how they feel because they're afraid of maybe hurting someone else or looking stupid or weak. If you're afraid of seeing your guy kiss that other girl or holding her hand or something, I don't know, that's okay. You need to speak up about that because the last thing you want is to be in the middle of that experience and be like, oh my God, I don't fucking want this. Now, even if that happens, you need to have a safe word, okay? Because that could happen, even with all the rules and regulations and conversations and everyone thinks this is gonna be a great thing. If you decide this isn't working for me, I feel really jealous, I, I don't like it, or he feels a certain way, you have to know that the other person is going to be cool with that. You with him and him with you. You know, you need all that kind of safety and trust going into a situation like this because it's vulnerable. It's a very vulnerable position to open up your relationship to a third person. It's also vulnerable for that third person. I've heard from unicorns where they feel like, oh, couples kind of treat them like shit. And like, I, I wouldn't think of it from their standpoint because I'm typically talking to the couples, but unicorns have, you know, things that they're looking for too from a couple and things that they want. So they don't feel like shit about the situation. So I would definitely make sure you sit down after you find that girl and really figure out what's cool to do, what's not cool to do. Like I said, make sure if at any point of the night you uh, someone could call it quits and it's good to go. Hopefully none of those things happen. I've heard tons of threesome stories that have gone off and been great, okay, without a hitch. (laughs) So I'm not saying that, oh my God, if you don't do all this, it's going to be terrible. Some people jump right in and it's fucking great. I'm just saying, just do all these things so you could guarantee you're going to have a fun time. I think the probably the hardest thing about doing a threesome is finding the unicorn, finding a girl that both you and your guy are both going to be attracted to. Now, are you going to hook up with the girl or are you not? I don't really know. Or are you just going to watch your guy? Is your guy allowed to fuck her? Are you just allowed to fuck her? These are the things you need to figure out way ahead of time, talk about it ad nauseum. And I think you could make the talking fun by role playing and creating those scenarios and watching porn while you're horny too. It's just a great way to open up the conversation. And through those kinds of experiences with each other, I think you can maybe really hone in on what you're looking for and not looking for. So (laughs) good luck with your threesome. I think I answered all the questions. You go on an app nowadays and you put up some pics. Be very specific about what you're looking for. 
And don't put face pics up if you don't want your your coworker to see you on there. And make sure when you're putting up your pics, you don't take them in your house either, because I'm sorry. If I look at a pic on a dating app, I'm always looking at shit in the background. Someone might be like, oh my God, that's so-and-so from the office. I've been to her house. That's her Christmas tree in the back in the background. So make sure if you do pics that you're very anonymous. So, you know, do pics of you like on vacation somewhere so people don't know who the fuck you are. Okay, so be anonymous. Smart, don't tell your girlfriends. <laughs> Get on the apps and make some rules and regulations and really talk things out. The most important thing about being open in your relationship is communication. Communication is key. And what I'm going to tell you that happens and it happens all the time is the more you talk about this shit with your guy, the closer you guys are going to become in general because communication is just key in a relationship. And a lot of times what I find and I hear from couples in the lifestyle is their relationships are so great because they over communicate in these situations, like what are their rules? What can they do? What can they not do? Did they feel good at that last situation? Did they not? Was that swinger party good? Who should they hook up with? They're constantly talking to each other that it winds up that they wind up constantly talking about everything else and they're just so much more closer than a lot of other vanilla couples who are so disconnected and haven't had a fucking conversation in years. You know what I'm talking about? Those couples, you're probably one of them. (laughs) So communication is key here and trust me, once you start doing that, it's only gonna help your relationship. So good luck on your threesome. If you hear this when you had it already, call back in and tell, give me the update. Anyway, wanted to end on that one. If anyone has had threesome or some sort of crazy hookup, call my confession hotline. 347-420-3579. Thanks for tuning in. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.